Hey guys, Cody here. Just wanted to give you a little update. Um, hey, actually, I haven't done this in a little while, so hello, listeners. Get a little Cody listener alone time. <laughs> so I just wanted to come on here and give you a little update, let you know that I played did little little editing stuff. You know, we gave you the little cliffhanger of the rainstorm. Ooh, scary. But I just wanted to let you guys know that I left the beginning portion on the episode before we actually started it, just because it was funny. We were laughing. We hit, <laughs> we literally did this recording right afterwards, so we were a little smoked. We were a little just drawn out, but it is what it is. It's a great episode, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks. Wait, no, 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 no. All right. Okay. Lift off. Three. This is 39? Yep. Three. Three, two, meow, two, meow, one, zero. Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 39. So, uh, we're just going to pick off right where we left off, which was Rainstorm. Oh, dun, dun, big dun. Ass. Yeah, big <laughs> ass. Uh, yeah, Graham, Cody, Luke, Richie. Hi. Your intro. Chris had to uh, depart. We couldn't steal him back for this week's episode. We're sorry about that, but you know he's a, a very nice gentleman. So what are we gonna do? <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> now you start shit talking. Yeah, where wrong. are you? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I have to bring the hatred that he brought last episode because he's not here. So <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to make up for his. His uh, shit talking of Cody and and <laughs> friends. He was actually talking me up a little bit. You know, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little talking you up. We never give you any shit. <laughs> That's not true at all. You know, I get so much shit for that stupid fifty. Chris, Chris is the first one who's ever like said, "Yeah, you." Oh you, fuck you! you. How about 50? you go start starting a shotgun? Oh my god! Well, no, you don't level. count because it was your axle. Of course, you're gonna talk it up. You're the one who sold hey, it to hey. me. And so why don't I count, huh? Okay, huh? well, nobody told you to buy a 50. <laughs> I mean, no, but no, clearly... no, 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 I, I meant for saying that it wasn't a bad idea for you to take the 50. I said oh, I mean... that from the fucking get-go. Oh, I don't remember this, but yeah, oh, well, it, it, it wasn't a bad idea. It's lasted me a long time. It's been a great idea. Hey, it does do I will better than Dana 44 under Collins' rig. Yeah, By the way, that it does. This is yet another week that we cannot secure that shit bag to come on the podcast. Well, I mean, to be fair, uh, like, to be why fair, would he want to go somewhere week. that he's constantly called a shit bag? Um, because he owes me one for all the fucking sappy shit I had to do for him. Uh, well, <laughs> his his work schedule does not really line up with the uh, the podcast hours. So we all have to bend over backwards to make him join a podcast is what it's going to be. I, I totally to get that. Work, which he uh, definitely doesn't have time for. I mean, that's a perfect thunderstorm that's going to have to happen sometime. And I'd say that ties in really, really well with the thunderstorm you guys had to deal with. There you go. It was pretty intense. <laughs> it was a mess. It was a fucking mess. If you've listened Out of curiosity, to 38. Yeah, go Richie. Roughly what time did this thunderstorm hit you guys? 8.30. 8.30? 8.30. In the morning between, or afternoon? Uh, in between yeah. 7.30 and 8.30 at night, it happened. Oh, okay, so it's probably the same one that hit me. Okay. Oh, right. yeah. Continue, oh, continue. yeah. Go ahead. You can. So, <laughs> yeah. 
we had just gotten if you continuing from where we were uh, I lost my train of thought there continuing from where we left off on 38 everybody had gotten up or not everybody but we'd gotten calling up that red that we've been struggling to get up it took me about an hour to winch up the fucking thing it took Colin about an hour and a half two hours to winch up the thing because we had to deal with his flat tires you know every 10 minutes um and then we were working on getting Miguel's buggy up there. And... Hold on. Hold on, because we were contemplating at that point. It had just gotten to a point where it was, like, pretty nasty out. Like, it was just starting to sprinkle. We still had No, Sean... no, no, but it, it had been sprinkling on and on. And we didn't mention this previously because it wasn't relevant. But it had sort of been sprinkling on and off for the past several hours. Like, mm-hmm. when I was going up, it had sprinkled a little bit. And when Colin was going up and we were just sitting there... Several times it had started sprinkling and stopped, started sprinkling and stopped. And for reference, it said it was supposed to rain at like 10 o'clock in the morning through the entire day. And it just kept getting pushed back. So at this point we were like, it's not going to rain. Like, it's just not going to hit us. Because if it was going to hit us, it was going to be a while ago. Well, very wrong. Because You fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Miguel, with his buggy, he's got a... A Cherokee buggy with a tri- double triangulated four-link front. Is it double triangulated in the rear? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so full double triangulated rig. 42 stickies. Like, it's a it's a good buggy, minus the Dana 300. But they have upgraded the outputs on it, thanks to Luke's donation after blowing up the original <laughs> output shafts. And it didn't blow output shafts so that's always a good sign i don't know if they were using low range i wasn't paying attention to that it didn't seem like it but i could be wrong um he was having similar issues like chris was saying previous episode it was very sloppy there's no traction it was there's no unless you were a very very good driver and you know your rig very well there wasn't a lot of hope of getting up um so he was winching, similar spot to where Colin was, which I think he took the right line. He didn't take the buggy line that we were talking Correct. about, the, the left line. So, yeah, definitely wasn't making that line. Um, we winch him up, get him about three quarters of the way up, and it starts you know, raining a little bit more, right? Um, still nothing nothing to worry about, but it was it had started coming down. It was rain. It is now raining, and it is getting dark. No, um, it got very dark. Actually, like it got like pitch black dark out to the point that like within probably about eight minutes, I'd say it went from pretty light out to nighttime. Like yes, yeah, and yeah. Thank God we got him fully winched up before it started totally downpouring. All I remember is, uh, you know, Cody or whoever was manning the winches was like, "Are you good?" Hold He's on. Good. <laughs> Hold on. All right, well, let's. I I disconnected the tree saver at that point. Graham was passing me running up the hill with my had, with because I had my shit. I knew it was gonna yeah, start coming high down. Lift I had the had. high lift and something else. Yep. I forget what else I had. Within the few seconds of me disconnecting the winch from the from the tree saver and hooking it back up it literally got to the point that it was buckets of water dropping onto me you were, I you were would, literally from dry to wet instantly, instantly. 
everything. Instantly. Everything. There was like no hope. If you were not under something, you were absolutely soaked. <laughs> I like I'm talking like through and through to the boxers. Hat was complete like yep. shoes, everything gone instantly. Now I hooked it up and I'm like, you're good. He's like, yeah, I'm like that fucking go, go. <laughs> I start running up this muddy hill. I get to the top and start falling and it's, down and the it's hill. Like, you've got my strap, my uh, my tree saver, and I grab you. The, or the tree up. saver. Hold the fuck up. Were you falling down the hill or rolling? No, I was, well, he was climbing up. He was trying to get up, and it was sliding because it was so steep and so slick and slippery. Sorry, sorry. I love you, man. Okay. No homo. No, it's okay. I see you rolling down that hill. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. Though. Graham literally had to grab me so I could make it up the hill. Like it was that just. Yeah, I was already instantly... soaked at this point. I was yeah. helping the less uh, fortunate. <laughs> it also stuck in the rain. So we get. That... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We we get to the top, and there's. Uh, I think JB, uh, Dad, and I think somebody else was floating. Or maybe it was. It was, might have been Cody. We were floating around my hatch because my mm -hmm. hatch had been open because we kept grabbing shit out of my Jeep. So I tossed the high lift. Uh, I tossed my strap that Cody gave me in there. Collins and his Jeep sort of ready to go. Dan, I think, isn't. It might have been Dan who was also underneath yeah. my canopy. It was Dan. Of Jeep yep. trying to stay slightly dry. And they're like, so. Can we just sit in the back? I was like, if you're not soaked and you want to stay dry, you probably do want to get in the back. And they're like, okay, well, bring us down a little bit because we got to get Dad's hey, Jeep out of the way. Hey, did he assume the lady in waiting pose to properly get in the back of that thing with the legs spread? Honestly, they probably did. Like they, they were, did. yeah, yeah, they they didn't care. They were already point. crawled in the back. Like that's just where they were. They were, there was they, they were they were coming for the ride whether i wanted them or not and i didn't care it was like it was a fully open back seat hang on it it's not too bad of a ride down but see you that's know, why we always keep a tarp in the jeep yeah so that is also why i only have two seats in my jeep there's one for me well there were no seats there were no seats the seats were down the whole weekend i never yeah. put oh, them good up lord yeah it was it just like then free floating in there it was raining that bad though that like it didn't matter it Granted, didn't matter. we were on we were on a green trail so like it really not gonna get that hurt but oh. no but know, it's I, the green going down armageddon which isn't bad but there are some tricky spots that like there's one spot that i in order to clear my diff i have to go way left and it's like right on the edge of that you know yeah. where it drops off and with it being so slick and the visibility being pretty bad i was like this could be sketchy it, mm -hmm. it turned out to be fine but uh, i hate i hate that obstacle because like when we pulled up we stopped right there we just went up into the trail right to the left of that because i'm like looking at it, i'm like this is just yeah, dumb like where did you... you go actually so... now that i think about it <laughs> did you run down did... the trail i slid <laughs> ice skate fucking like splashed honestly i should have just hopped in the little river that was forming and just like penguined my way down it because it would have worked out better it was <laughs> bad like i was falling i like twisted my ankle i stubbed the shit out of my big toe like i have a huge like broken nail and bruise on it because i was just falling because i at that time i had realized a i hadn't seen caitlin in about eight minutes so i'm like i have no idea where she is so hopefully she's in the jeep B, my windows were completely down, all four windows. So I'm like, this is going to suck. My whole Jeep's going to be soaked. 
I didn't have doors on. I didn't think I had I know. Oh, dude, that must have been bad. And I had my wipers going as fast as they could, and I still couldn't see shit. My headlights stopped working at this point. Oh, I don't. No. Okay, I don't know what the issue is, but this is not the first time I've lost the low-beam filaments in my headlights. It happened the last trip. It was just one side. And this trip, I've blown both low-beam filaments out of the headlight. It's got to be what it is. It's, well, it, it's, it's not... most likely because you have them hooked directly to your battery. Remember, you you have some weird thing going on. It's not direct. Your... It's through a relay. It's not direct. Still, it's still more power than the. Uh, well, the I mean, because the relay is really not gonna. I don't know. I don't. I mean, way, there must be, be something, something disturbing that. it. If yeah. it's something disturbing it, it must be the positive winch cable that was grounding itself out on that uh on my boost works brace that I had to. Uh, move everything mm -hmm. is sort of shifted around because that bumper wasn't properly bolted in on one side as we all know or <laughs> some of us know it's not something i'm proud of but that uh that may have been hitting again and causing issues i don't know i still have high beams just no low beams hmm. but to put in perspective of the amount of rain that was also falling it was coming down the roof faster then it was hitting the windshield. So I had yep. like a consistent stream flowing off like a waterfall coming <laughs> down my windshield. So me and Marvella like kind of, I wasn't moving that fast because at this point I'm already in the Jeep. Like it, what's, what's going to happen from here on out? I'm just going to get out of the trail. Well, me and Marvell come down the trail and we look to our left and we see Paul and uh, Sean falling out of this red. So Marvell picks up his speed, comes into this section, his front end goes in the air, his, then it hits, slams the ground, his rear end goes in the air, and I'm just like, what is this dude doing? Fuck <laughs> them, they're behind us now, they can wait all they want. I'm like, I'm sorry, you you chose to have the open top buggy, like, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm not flying through this section. Which at that point he did rip part of his track bar off, so sadly the, the rushing came to that, but still. It was going to happen one way or another. He didn't have those bolts in there. Yeah. A little but tech it, tip. If you've got a Cherokee and you're putting a weld on track bar, you're modifying your track bar mount. You need to keep all of the factory bolts in the factory locations, especially those lower ones that are hard to get to. Because if you don't have those, the four plates of sandwich sheet metal are not strong at all, and they will just shear apart. I have the bolts in mind, and I think we've talked about it previously, and I'm still having issues with my sheet metal trying to twist and rip itself apart. But if I didn't have those bolts, it would be no contest. I'd have no unibody rail at all. It would just not hold. So keep all your bolts and put replacement bolts in if you're not using the original ones, which is sort of what I was doing. I, I, I didn't think I needed them because I just got the weld on piece it was welded to the frame i had to bolt it all in after the fact so keep those bolts they're important yeah like seriously i had one of those bolts in and i still fucked up my frame rail i put the second bolt in and it was better until i dropped my jeep on its side don't drop still, your jeep on its side is that still <laughs> an issue yeah your track bar is kind of flaky I can't say now after I did all the reinforcements because I haven't driven it and Fair. 
like as much of a homo as I am for making a podcast a thousand miles away from my Jeep. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of sad. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> for a podcast and doesn't even have a Jeep. A loser. Yeah, but... no, I'm totally a loser, but I'm also an hour away from Windrock and an hour and a half from AOP. Dude, Without honestly, those are great. No, those are, those are great. They're great hiking places. I mean, I'm sure that's going to be amazing for you. <laughs> well, if you guys want to take a break from your storytelling, I can go into my weekend. Hold on, let me let me cool. Let me finish the last little bit here because there's really not much left. We're we're right, pretty. Oh no no no! We got plenty of other in. little bullshit to talk about. Well, but, you'll you so, can get the tail end. You can put this on the hiking podcast. <laughs> hiking Tennessee. There you go. Got another podcast. But, Caitlin explained it perfectly. The last few sections as we were leaving there, it felt like a scene from Jurassic Park. There was a river flowing through the trail that was like <laughs> easily swallowing up a thirty-five. The trail had no longer, like, you could only tell between the reeds on this side of the trail and the fucking weeds on this side. Like, that's your direction. And we finally came back in. I pulled under my tarp, and then everybody parked their Jeeps and then just came running over to my setup because I had the enclosed with the, like, I'd say, what, like a 15 by 30 tent, I guess you'd call it? Yeah, it was a pretty good easy up. It was (laughs) a good sized. (laughs) Dude, it was downpouring horribly and then i got yelled at for having the jeep in there and had to back it out but still it was <laughs> fucked like it, it calmed down fucked. after that after like 30 minutes of just straight buckets but whew, yeah it yeah. was uh that was a lot of rain i ended up having to sleep in the enclosed because for some reason the bottom of my tent got drenched i had a tarp i had everything like you normally would put down but it like it soaked up the cut like the uh the sheet I think it, on the air it's mattress. About placement too. If you have yeah. water running through underneath everything, especially with the amount of rain we had, that would that would cause problems. Yeah. I was when I set my tent up that Saturday morning after sleeping in the Jeep, and I was like, "Why would you set the tent up now?" It's like, well, uh, it's morning time. We didn't we didn't wheel till like twelve o'clock, uh, yeah. which was also covered previously. Um, yeah, I set that thing up in a spot that looked like it was high enough that the water had been running around it, not through it, and that definitely, I'm going to say that's what kept my tent dry, because it had rained pretty hard that whole day, or, you know, that whole night, and everything in my tent was good. There was a little bit of water on, like, one of the windows, but that was it. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. No. See, it's all about that strategic tent placement. And yours was definitely not strategic. It was like, this is the side of the trailer. Let's put it here. Hey, it was phenomenal. It just, everything was... Uh, you were on an air mattress. What? Are you, how did you even notice? Be, no, like the floor, like like going from the door to the air mattress was like like an inch puddle of water. And it had soaked up the side of the sheet oh, on the air mattress. So I ended up sleeping. By the way, this is the worst idea. Don't ever fucking do it. Sleep on the ground before you sleep on an air mattress the wrong way. Because, you know, it has the little head lift area where it'd be like a pillow if you didn't have one. Well, turns out that that's a bit higher than your shoulders on the far end. So I kept waking up in the middle of the night with my feet asleep because they were up in the fucking air. Oh, yeah, you're just like, draining the me. blood out of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, it was... It was... In, in, I mean, honestly, 
it's not a bad idea. Like I would actually consider sleeping in there again, but this time I would have to like like shut it earlier than like because we stayed in there because it was raining, so we all hung out in there and all the bugs came in. Oh, so, so as we came, all buggy and gross and. Not oh, even fun. that, but like I could like after we turned the lights off, like the mosquitoes came to us, and like I got yep. like six new mosquito bites. Yeah, it just kind of kind of sucked for that. Like maybe we'll do like maybe I'll get one of those uh like roll up nets that goes goes across the back or something, so that way it's like a mosquito fly net. or something. Yeah, yeah. that'd be just, cool. Yeah, I mean honestly, it's a sick setup. Maybe I'll talk to the grandfather because it is the grandfather's trailer. Yeah, um, I was gonna say to you don't really have much say as to what happens to it just yet but yeah it would be kind of nice to make it more campy that'd be an easy yeah camp trailer as well as a jeep trailer if you'd put yeah. a little work into it because he loves when i take it like him and my father are kind of the same way with that where like if they buy something with an intended use if they're not using it that day and i have a i have a uh a reason to use it they love when we like when we use it so maybe i could talk to him be like hey if I do this, it's not going to affect X, Y, Z. Would you be interested? Um, but like for, for Roush, like my dad's already like, take my truck again. I don't give a shit. Go, go have fun with it. I'm like, okay. That's, that's like, your I'll take dad's it. truck, the big, nice Dodge. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Cummins, the fucking hey, Laird. I just have to stop and throw this in the hat. I fucking love that truck. I've only seen a couple of Snapchats of it, but it looks like a nice fucking ride. It's amazing, except for it had this weird. Sorry that we're kind of going completely off topic. Um, Dude, it this... like it's the Blue Collar Off Road Podcast. If you <laughs> didn't check two episodes ago, it was Wish Sports Ball. So, oh, you mean the like... Blue Collar Off Topic Podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this truck runs great. The seats are oddly uncomfortable. They're very fucking hard. For a Laramie, you'd expect like it's comparable to like a Platinum or a Denali. Oh, well, because they're not even broken in. What is it? It's probably a 2019. They need like oh, seven like, more years and they break in or some shit. It's a 2012. Mm -hmm. It's an older oh, truck. I think okay, or it's a 2013 so or 2012. One of those. It should be ones. broken in by now. Yeah. Uh, never mind. But let me tell you, after packing everything on Friday when it was hot as shit, hopping in and pressing a little AC seat button and get your ass sweat cooled down. Let me tell you, that is a. Nice. That is very so, nice. So. I don't have that button, but I have the AC Max. And, mm. like, the more that you turn the RPMs up, the more that AC works. If you got to turn in about 4K RPMs in the hills, it starts throwing literally ice cubes at you. It's fucking nice. <laughs> it I seems like IR gun with me. And I measured the fucking vents. It's coming out of the vents at 28 degrees Fahrenheit. Jesus Christ. God. To That's clarify, ridiculous. though, you probably should replace the, uh, it's not a catch cam, but it's like the the water tank that, or like, whatever it is, it's like some form of a separation so that the water doesn't actually freeze. Uh, you might want to replace that because it's not supposed to throw ice chunks at you. Um, <laughs> Listen, man, I'm fine with it throwing 28 degrees ice chunks and fucking throwing a fog out of the vents. If it's My thrown 28 degree air. <laughs> My truck does the same. It does this weird like fog that comes through and I'm like, oh, it's getting real cold now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that. You posted a yeah. video somewhere of the fog coming hey, through. Yes. There is no complaints about that. And if it means that I don't have to drain the ice tank to get or whatever the fuck it is to get that so that the girlfriend doesn't complain in the southern summers, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so the weirdest thing was happening, though. I'm sure some of you Cummins guys, it's an automatic, uh, sadly, but 
it's an old guy truck you know it is what it is um it has this weird Most problem of them are automatics they don't even make manuals nowadays in the new new ones i think only dodge does i think everybody i think chevy no, uh, and... they stopped colin would know better than me but oh, they yeah. stopped after a certain period of time so you i just want to say get they stopped now. like 2016 or 2018 i could be yeah. wrong okay no, it sounds so... about right it does this weird fucking thing. So it tows in highway. The thing tows absolutely incredibly. But on these hills, it would drop into third. It would do like this weird like boop, boop, into third. And then it would be happy in third. It wouldn't make any noises or any grinding. But then after it wanted to shift back out of third, it would go boop, boop. like it did like this weird stutter. And I don't know the way I told my dad about it. He's like, ah, oh, it's fine. But to me, I'm like, this doesn't feel right. Like, Stupid and this question. Is why you manual Did you have the truck in tow haul? Yes, I had the truck in tow haul, and anytime going down a hill, I put the exhaust brake on. Okay. Yeah, so well, I yeah, it's probably fine. I don't know. It felt <laughs> weird. Especially, you know, hold on, I'll get into a little bit. The way that we came back was the dumbest way possible. Normally, when I go, I go up 91 to the Greenfield exit, and then I don't know the exact route, but I follow it to Vermont. It's not, right. a, it's not well, a hard route. It's already cut you off, but that convoy was cool as hell. We had yes. so many fucking trucks and trailers. We were literally <laughs> clogging traffic up for fucking probably a mile. <laughs> it was hilarious. I wasn't even that far back. I was like pretty far to the front, and even I could see some of like the fucking cars we had lined up behind you, us. It was insane. Did you see the car that tried to pass me that I almost pushed off the fucking road? So I don't know if anybody behind me had a walkie, but dude, this car flew uh, past Brianna did. Dude, Brianna this car passed Brianna and Dad in the same line. So now I'm like, oh, this motherfucker wants to play. So I literally just moved the whole entire truck and trailer to like my wheels were past the line. Dude, this car stayed on the inside of me to check for traffic, came around me, and then I just saw him. So I just literally kept creeping over, creeping over to the point that they were like half oh, in the ditch. Like, basically, what you're saying is Massachusetts drivers suck cock. I don't even know if we were in. Oh, no, yeah, we definitely were in Mass at that point. I mean, I don't blame him for trying, but I don't think he realized how many fucking trailers and other bullshit he had to pass if he wanted to get in front of the convoy. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're talking, it was Sean and his little trailer, it was Miguel and the flatbed and the trailer with two Jeeps, you know, on one Which, of the flatbed. Which, by the, the way, trailer. I have to say, that setup 120% box. Yeah. Yeah, it does it's a, a cool job. setup. Uh, <laughs> it was JB in the Dodge with the, is it a goose? Yeah, it's a gooseneck with two Jeeps it on it. Long-ass trailer. Um at that i think it was me after that dan yep. was like sort of in between he was running around getting rollers and shit uh <laughs> it was it was kind of annoying no offense dan but it was like he just disappeared be on the side of there was like oh hi dan how are you doing yeah dan would <laughs> Like, he pulled over, and, like, everybody who passed was like, you good? You good? And he was like, yeah, I'm fine. Just keep going. We're like, but you're stopping. Like, are you sure you're good? And, yeah. like, it is what it is. Yeah. But it all the townies, as we were coming through, like, Cummington, and North Adams, like, all these, like, I'm, I don't even know what to call them. Like, hillbilly, redneck, fucking, I don't know. Oh, or people Wait, coming yeah. out and like, woo! Dude, like, they were <sighs> staring and, like, just, like, holy shit. Holy shit, there's another one. Oh my god. Oh, look <laughs> at that. So 
It was like at least, uh, what was it? One, two, three, four, five, six, six trailers, and then me in the mix and yeah. Dan. It was it was really cool, but the way we went was so dumb. Oh yeah. According to Sean, we went that way because there was less hills. The way that I come was about. Well, they just wanted. They definitely wanted to avoid that one notorious hill for but the big trailers. Even, it's not even bad though. No, it's it's. I mean, I don't know about. I maybe can name not for our Cummins, but like for. Dude, for I can name three. JB with the the gooseneck and for uh for Miguel and the the flatbed in the trailer like it not yes the hill would have been fine probably but the turn would have been a oh it yeah. would have kind of sucked I guess you're right coming down that that well with all of us that would have definitely yeah. sucked because if one person was in the way it would have been bad but I don't know it, it tacked on like Sorry, it tacked on like probably an extra 35 minutes to my trip, which I don't care. It was still cool for the experience to be like chilling with everybody. We left though. early anyways. Who cares? Yeah. That's sort of my thought is we we skipped wheeling and we're you're just cruising home. We're already going to have extra time at the end of the day. Yeah, I guess actually like just after we left, they had flash flood warnings all throughout there. Because did you see yeah, the river? It, did you? When oh, going yeah, through, it was fucking going, hey, man. I'm a southerner at this point. Flash flood warnings. Are oh, like you lived there for a month. I'm a southerner now. <laughs> Surprise! Hey, man, have a I'm about to yeah. have a fucking yeah. southern drive or southern driver's license. So, oh boy. I mean, I guess at that point it's official. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it it was a cool run. Like honestly, I'm kind of sad that we didn't wheel Sunday because usually Sundays are day that we just go out and just do the dumb shit because we know that if we break it oh well well we're just gonna go home you know yeah uh but we just had well what, what do you mean no 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 that is the total opposite of how you gotta do this you have to approach it like i did uh because i don't have a trailer which is you know go fuck shit up on friday night so then if it's fucked you have all saturday and some a sunday to fix it before you have to drive that shit home and that's what i fucking did and I didn't no, break no, anything no. minus that you joint, which I caught that's, before it took out the shaft. That's the dumb way to do it. We don't do no, it that way. No, that's no. dumb. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, because it's important no, to be able see, to get yourself home. These are I the actually, things you think about when you're not just throwing it on a trailer. And uh, are you calling me privileged? Are yes, you calling me fucking privileged? <laughs> you drive a Cherokee on thirty fives with stock axles, and you can't even drive it down the road after wheeling Speaking it. Speaking of which, weekend. some. Somehow I fucked up my steering. I don't know what I did, but like literally, it can't go down the road fast, like faster than like thirty miles an hour. You know, I was thinking about this. Your track bar might. I wonder if your track bar, uh, if you've got just ridiculous bump steer because of some track bar nope. um, setup. I ha I so I checked it. They are pretty length. fucking straight though. It's it. Yeah, my lengths are an inch off. Okay. So it wouldn't be enough that it wouldn't be that big of a concern. Meaning, like, so my my uh, drag link, the top bar, is mm. only an inch longer than my track bar, uh, from bolt hole to bolt hole, obviously. Uh, but like, dude, like, it literally, I'm going down the road. I turn slightly left. The jeep just starts veering hard left. I turn slightly right. It turns hard right. Like, all right. So this might sound really dumb, but recheck your caster. But I never touched anything. 
Yeah, well, recheck it. You might end up having to need a different position because you changed up your uh, track bar angles. And caster is going to have a huge effect on how that actually operates. So, for example, if you have six degrees of caster, you might need seven and a half to get that to, like, tame down. Huh. I mean, I'll try it. I just, it seems like, it seemed like an illogical thing for the fact of that we never... We never yeah, but you totally any... changed your track bar, which is going to totally change your anti-squat numbers. Okay, that's good to know. Because if you think about it, now this is like totally off topic from where we were, but <laughs> when you change your track bar angle, like say that you have, these are random numbers I'm pulling out of my ass, but a 35 degree track bar angle, and then suddenly you make it a 20 degree track bar angle, so it's even with your Pittman arm. You're probably that not wrong, to be honest with you. The, um, or that will change the differential and how your steering is going to react because suddenly now those angles are at a different uh, operating angle. So you might need another degree of caster to help hide some of the weirdness that it has. Huh. I'll keep the, that in uh, mind. Another tech tip. I've actually never heard of that. Um, I mean, it makes sense, especially it, because, I, like, I also have, like, good shocks now not good shocks but they work so like yeah and my sings my sings <laughs> my springs could have sagged a bit too so like there's a there's a lot that could have changed in this whole process that i need to play with or i tell you the fucking steering could, too tight and it's, this could be another stupid point but it's entirely possible that you bet a control arm and fucked your track or your caster no 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 because i bend my control arms and notice a difference on the drive home like I will notice that it's out of alignment because the fucking arm has bananaed more and it's pulled one side in versus the other. It's fucking <laughs> Listen, weird. Mister, but... no, no, no. I don't fucking spit lies here. I bet my upper control arm and that was a fucking trip when I went to drive it to work. Holy shit. <laughs> I haven't done that. So much different. Be I definitely... you, you're probably not wrong. It's probably there's probably some bent shit down there because I know that I drag and drop on those control arms. Oh yeah, members. well that's just the name Everywhere. of the game with the Clayton setup is Cody, you're gonna drag across no everything. Offense, but you also have poly bushings down there, so it's entirely possible that you totally smoked a poly bushing and now it's just like. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> I actually just pulled them apart and everything is still mint. Funny enough, because I, I had pulled it out you to do the track bar. Not the why should I replace the base? Yeah, he's got polys because he had the shocks on the control arms. Yep. So we opted to go with the polys to help keep the shocks located. Oh my god. Well, the polys just wear out fucking fast. I don't they're know why fine. people. No. They're no, fine. No, they're, no, literally... no. they're not egg no. down. Yes. No, they're not. They're don't gonna worry. They're going to be fucked. You actually use that thing, they're going to get absolutely <laughs> fucking destroyed. Okay, put Chris. Put a Johnny <laughs> joint. Or no. Heim in there. It's a trailer rig. Who cares? Just put a fucking oh, put a Heim joint in there. Speaking of this, it was fucking hilarious because me, me and Brandon pulled off to the side by the field because Caitlin wanted to get pictures. Dude, uh, Keith and Paul and Mike, all, like the guys, the other rock, rockaholics guys, were like, "Look at the typical chair." <laughs> <laughs> I, I yelled back to Paul. I go, that's a lot coming from the guy with the broken rig. And he was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that funny. is the applicable response in both cases. It was so funny. Because <laughs> I was like, damn, they're fucking right, too. Shit. Like, yep. <laughs> and it was a great so, Instagram picture. 
I gotta ask, who's walking away with the worst carnage? I know that we got some people with not running jeeps. I know that we got some people with homosexuality. Whoa, Whoa. it's tough jeep, to say. It's the jeep same person. So jeep I'd, I'd have happily. I'd have to say it's a toss up between Marvell and Richie because Colin had a tough time with like three blown tires, but two of them were just beads. Marvell has the ripped track bar, which is going to take a lot of TLC to get back to normal. Richie showed up with the problems, though. That's that's the kicker. Is yeah. he didn't it didn't happen on trail, but we learned that so, it is not trail happy now. Hold up. So we got white trash XJ problems. Yeah. Okay. Now, are they just standard trailer trash problems or? I think they're a little bit of neglect problems, but also, like, I think they all piggyback. I think one major thing went wrong. We're talking so, about Richie's, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm actually no, going to be mine's brutally not honest. Neglect. So I'm going to be brutally honest. I was looking at Kish's codes because he was kind enough to send them all over. And to me, it looks like the drive shaft ate either the rear wiring heart. Wow. Excuse my terrible English because I'm like six beers deep right now. Um, <laughs> the rear wiring harness, or that is a mouthful. Like, rear wiring, yeah. rear wiring. <laughs> she sells, she sells by seashore. <laughs> he's got a bad engine block round because I had something really similar to what he's got going on happen, and all I had to do to fix it was to pop my engine ground off and sand the block and sand the cable because when you don't have a proper ground on the pcm it throws every single random code it can and it runs as bad as it possibly can it was definitely running weird not to mention it started not mind you it so it started last week but just barely noticeable yep. like barely noticeably but it started about 15 minutes after I pulled the Jeep out of the shop from welding the bumper on with mm. disconnecting the battery. I mean, I had the Jeep running for like I, I 15 think, minutes. I, as we mentioned, and then it just the started. Moment, that was probably just a happy coincidence. Yeah, but yeah. That the, does that make might have been a coincidence. The, the ground thing, the engine block ground issue that Luke is mentioning is actually probably probably right because all but those sensors are that or the, the trailer wiring it's... harness because that trailering wiring harness picks up on the uh or not i'm sorry not trailer wiring harness holy fuck thank you i was really um, i was letting you go but i was like where the fuck is he going no, with that? <laughs> you know that trailer the wiring over there the sorry. transmission wiring harness issue because I have had that happen with my old XJ where I popped the drive shaft and it munched it. And I got about 15 different engine codes at once and it would run like shit. So do the Cherokees have a math, like a mass airflow sensor? No, they have. No, a they don't. Sensor. They have, they're a map system. They're not a speed density as Ford would call it. They are. Just um, to me. So. That's that's what like instantly that's what I thought of because it's the throttle not understanding. No, because so that what that thing does is very minimal. Um, it it's your map sensor is basically this thing with a plunger that goes in and out, 
and it controls your idle or IAC. Oh, the idle or control. Yeah, valve. the 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 IAC valve is uh, all you've really your got. Your IAC influences your map uh, sensor quite heavily, but considering the fact that he's got a engine OBD two code for the. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Kish, but it's oxygen sensor bank one, oxygen sensor bank two, transmission control module, transmission control high pressure or high uh, voltage. Yeah, uh, no, it's it's not transmission high voltage. It's I had multiple codes TCM? for the um. No. Sorry, TCU high voltage. TCU. What, what is it? No, it's the the ones that had the high voltage was the oxygen banks and the what was the sensor well, you the, ox the 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 o2 sense uh, i give you the throttle position sensor the TPS. throttle position sensor had codes for high and low voltage the that would oxygen bank yeah. sensors were high voltage and then i had a did you blow your um something clock spring my what? Your clock spring in your steering wheel. Yeah, because that's another point that he makes that's pretty quality. That controls a shit ton of stuff, so if it's fucked up, it's your better to just call it. clock spring and the horn relay are directly tied into the, uh, the same ground or power systems that all the other sensors in the engine bay are controlled off of. Oh, really? If you how, pop a clock spring... Really? Yeah. What if you pop a clock spring... Like I, I popped a clock spring and I drove, I drove home, and the thing was, it was backfiring. It was stuttering on from from a stop, like doing all sorts of wacky shit. Uh, if your horn works, then it's fine. If it doesn't work, pull your horn relay. My horn doesn't work. It never really has. Okay, pull the horn relay and um. Yeah, see report back next week. It's literally, okay. it's, I think it's the, one of the ones in that passenger footwell area. Okay. You've got to figure out which one it is, pull it out. Um, yeah. Because see if that changes anything. Cause for I, me, I don't have an immediate difference. Leaks. That oh, is definitely confirmed. Question, but when are you going to be getting my Jeep to, uh, Graham? This we were talking about weekend is Sunday. what we were planning. Cool. Sorry, I just missed that thing, and talking about all these random electrical problems has made me miss it more. <laughs> oh, you just love electrical problems. I don't, but it just reminds me of home. <laughs> but uh, speaking of home, my drive home on Saturday was pretty interesting because of that storm that hit you guys. Yeah, I heard. It. I ended up, what was it? I ended up getting down to the Lee area, you know, Lee Mass, and it took me a good, like, 30 minutes to go five miles because of that rainstorm. I'm fucking driving down the road at, like, 15, 20 miles an hour with my fucking hazards on. I can't fucking see anything, and I'm trying to find a fucking spot to pull over, and someone has stopped dead in the middle of the fucking road with their lights off, and I had a fucking lock up my brakes and swerve around them. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah! On a fucking corner. Oh, no. And then, I actually ended up driving through a flooded road. Fun. The, uh, the creek ended up going right over the road. 
Jesus Christ. Well, with that much water coming out of the sky, and see yeah. the road was the river. <laughs> like, the scariest honestly, part was it was like driving into a fucking wall. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. That's, like, that's, it, that's what it felt like just driving slowly off the mountain. Like, I had the wipers <laughs> going full blast as, as much as those 20-year-old fucking yeah. things would go. I mean, still literally, me and Preston were talking about how, you know, it's actually still not that bad out. We we come down one road, and we're, you know, I'm waiting for a little bit of traffic to clear out of the way. I look to the right. It's all clear. I look to the left. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like <laughs> there's a solid wall just coming at me. I'm like, what the? Preston, roll up the windows, roll up the windows, roll up the windows. <laughs> Boom! And it's like, it. I swear, it was like someone was dumping gallons and gallons of pebbles on my truck. <laughs> there, there had to have been hail in that storm. There was. There, had there to definitely been. was. There was. I didn't see any hail. Uh, at least up by, at least from what I no. saw, it was when, running around like a madman. Um, it was raining at some point on our drive home. This is, uh, sorry, this is, I guess it's separate, but maybe from where he was, it would have been about the same. But when we were driving home, it rained a few times, a couple times. And I definitely had my hand out the window at one point and like, and felt hail. It wasn't significant, but. It was there. Was it what? Like, was it when rock? we went down the dirt road, or because it might have been rocks? <laughs> no, no, it definitely wasn't rocks. It was the the actual droplets had like a little bit of zest to them. Huh? Because you know when well, you're like, AC, my, you don't have AC, you got to capitalize on that rainstorm water cooling things down. My my storm hit me about at about six on Saturday, so it took like two hours for it to hit you guys. No shit, huh? Wow. Yeah, because we were probably still dealing with Graham at like six o'clock, even at that point. Yeah, uh, honestly, that might have been right. It's kind of hard to gauge. We were out there for a while. That's for damn sure. Yeah, it was it, it was hours. So, but yeah, so I mean, I definitely say I don't know. I think it's a toss up between. Uh, Richie and Marvell with best break. I mean, they also the bit the buggy guys had a. I'd have to give uh, it. Marvell's break was like, not to, not to. Talk down on that break, but preventable with proper research. Uh, I don't know. We really didn't have any significant breaks. I mean, and I don't want to downplay Richie's either because like that's annoying and uh, it definitely. What's well, like. It so ruined your weekend, when, when but like I electrical in, problems out of nowhere is kind of like not the best break either. Nobody really broke that bed. I was honestly so sorry the, to the ruin that, part, uh, that whole point. Whoever Cody, you brought that up. So yeah, yeah. no problem. Well, I so, ruined it because now nobody's got best break. Nobody gets. Hey, the I can, well, it's all good. It's okay. You you squash that, so then we could talk about my favorite topic. I guess if we have to, it can be. It can be Brandon because he actually broke something. Like it, it pulled yeah. the unibody out. But you know, yeah, fair enough. Richie, sorry, might have Richie, had... yours, your, your break is unfortunate and it sucks, but it's not the best one because electrical problems suck. No, but <laughs> your sensor didn't do jack shit for my issue I'm, either. I'm glad. It... <laughs> we'll, 
would have no, been so, unfortunate because that sensor sucks too. Well, no, so it it didn't make the problem better, but it kind of made it worse. But just on yeah, a because different... now the computer is not used to that sensor either, which is well, no, part so of the problem. Now the Jeep just does a high idle when I'm in park or neutral. Dude, oh. it sounds like you got a bad fucking vacuum leak somewhere. I checked it might be your doesn't. intake gas. So, we I we didn't have any ether sadly, and the can of brake clean was non-flammable, so we weren't able to really check. But that was something that I brought up, but like we just weren't able to check with the availability we I, had. So. I sprayed everything down in my engine bay pretty much with a can of ether when I got home. Oh. I don't have any vacuum leak set. I have found yet. All right, so then you got an electrical problem, and I would start with the engine bay ground at yeah. the back of the block. It sounds dumb, but I have had to twice in the time that I've owned Blueberry pull that ground off and clean it off. This is the one that and goes to the firewall? No, this is the one that goes from your battery to the engine ground. That's the one by the alternator. Uh, behind the alternator, but yeah. Okay, yeah. You said back of the block. I was thinking very back, but yeah. No, not that one. I'm talking about the one that mounts on the actual engine block, not off yep. of the head. So about like okay. right above the uh, fucking twirly boy timer. The so so the one that gets covered yes, in all 2000 the two thousand plus shit. Ooh, true. Yes. That one right there, because if it goes bad, it'll trip your PCM, and you'll end up. With all kinds of weird codes. Mine throws misfire codes when it goes bad without misfires. Which yeah, well, is the like, you you had a misfire code too. You had a, a no, code. I didn't. Yes, you did. Yeah, no, well, you had a misfire well. O2 sensor code, code will cause misfire yeah, codes as well. Yeah. If you've got a bad O2 sensor that's really bad, you will have misfire codes because, uh, well, especially oh. if, you, if you've cut the cats yeah. out. Mine will flash still have check engine light in third and fourth gear because my O2 sensors are like uh, I don't want to flex on this because it's actually horrible. They're they're like hand tightened in there, so they definitely leak right around the O2 sensors. So when I engine brake it, it just leans out and it tries to richen it up, and it just it gets <laughs> very confused. Oh, <laughs> Mine, since I did the manual swap, does the same thing. So, like, early in the morning, if I'm going to work, for example, in Barry, I'll put it in first gear, and then when I get second gear, it'll backfire. When I get third gear, it'll backfire, and when I get fourth gear, it'll backfire. And then after that, by the time that I'm in fifth, it won't backfire anymore. Mine just burbles like a BMW with, like, a retarded tune. It's pretty funny, actually. I can just sit in, in third and fourth gear and like go down a slight incline and just pop and burble the whole way. It's pretty Jesus funny. <laughs> I remember Buckley was actually like he was like he was the one who mentioned that it was like a yep. boom dummy. He was like, Oh shit, yeah, you're kinda right. Like when I downshift and do anything and change gears, it burbles a little bit because it doesn't know what the fuck to do when it doesn't have <laughs> throttle. Yeah. So Something I can bring up is how well the fucking grabbers did this weekend. Yeah. How good so, did they do on your one loop? Yeah, I got to so, go for Chris here and give you some shit for that. So Marvell has two brand new grabbers on the front of his Jeep. Uh, 
Richie has grabbers on his Jeep, and I have them on mine. So there's this one section on the quote-unquote green that's slowly really not becoming a green um, that is, like, a pretty kind of odd section. Like, the first time I ever did it, it was very goofy, and, like, you don't really know how to do it, but now doing it a few times, I know the exact spot. You just kind of lean it in on its side, rub your door across the rock, and then you just fucking flop right up. But every other person had troubles. Like, even, I don't know about you, Greg, because I kind of took off at that point. But I know you we were in the front. Yeah, and there were like seventeen are, are you talking about, people uh, in between. The one that JB just could not make it up. Oh we yeah, were having to winch up. Winch up. Yeah, oh, and it was really? the weirdest. Yeah, he literally like his tires just were not gripping up onto it, and I gave him a little bit of shit for it because I always give him a shit for those fucking TSLs or whatever the fuck they are. Mm. Um, yeah, but just, like, I, no matter what angle he hit it at, just the tires would just spin. Yeah, it, it was the weirdest thing. It just kept pushing them forward and forward. You gotta air them down more. Air them down more. That's what I would have... I don't know. No, he said he was at been. like 4 PSI or something. Like something okay. stupid low. Yeah, never mind. Um, They're almost as hard as your IROCs were. Yeah, my IROCs <laughs> those stupid things. No, 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 no. Don't shit on the IROCs. They have their place. No, no, I'm not I'm saying like they're just that hard. <laughs> And those are the first tires I was on the first time I went to Badlands was IROC. So I got to actually experience the two. But then again, I was open, open with fucking stock gearing. So like stock control yeah, arms, stock a... gearing, open, open. Like it was a bad recipe. Yeah. Gearing like, and lockers. That's like a whole different vehicle. I, I remember Cody after uh, John got up that you had me pull in. You had me back up to readjust a little bit. And then I just slammed right up at fucking yeah. no problem. It's it is crazy though, like really seeing the difference. Even Sean's so, reds, he I had doubles. Say it, but we're hitting the point where we're talking about tire conversations. When we wrap this up, I feel like we should wrap up. Want to wrap up? What? The tire conversation, yeah, because that's like the pinnacle point in the podcast. Uh, I mean, we're talking about, about how red labels and are. Uh, leave it. <laughs> We're talking about how the red labels were getting cucked by General Grabbers, which is something that I will not believe if I didn't. <laughs> well, well, considering again, Chris last episode, it, was... motherfucker. Oh my god! And then again, I don't know if Sean like I, at that point. I don't even think I was there to guide okay, Sean. Up actually, it. sorry, I'm totally good, cutting. I'm derailing the entire conversation, and this sorry. is going back to the best breakage. And I gotta give it to Sean's little buggy, because on his way out, on the rainstorm, he twisted his fuel cell sideways, uh, he had, what else did he had break? Brake line, he also... Well, he had the brake line that broke on the trail, thank god he had low gearing, I'm pretty sure he just, like, puttered it out at the lowest setting, which is, like, a snail's pace. Um, he had a lot of breakage, so, you know... Above Marvell and Richie's breaks, he broke the most. So, I'd say we should give, you know, if there's an award to be given for breaking, it should be that buggy. It definitely yeah, needs but... some tuning. I'm a little upset I didn't get to see him go up that red. Me too. Me uh, too. Because I think that so would have been fun I to watch. I do have to say this, Graham. That brake line that broke, he doesn't get a point for that. Oh, I mean, that was a total fluke. My brake lines are in the same exact no. spot. Are they really? Yep. Totally exactly the same. I mean, mine are tucked in a little better, but 
uh, it wouldn't matter. That just seems so fucking stupid. I I have one that's been nicked by a rock and hasn't broken, and I've just left it. And I don't plan on touching it, because if I touch it, it'll probably break. What the fuck? Yep. Minor, you, you can get brackets that move them up to a higher position, which is where you want them on a rock crawler, so they're not sitting fucking way down there at the bottom, getting snagged by rocks like Sean's are, and mine are potentially going to be, but I haven't had any issues, so I haven't I haven't moved them. If I was in Sean's position, I probably would, because he got absolutely murdered on the first trail that Buggy's ever been on. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sean needs to do better. You need to do better. And Cody, you need fucking time. What do you mean I need to do better? What am I doing wrong? I need a roll cage. Fuck tons. Okay, well, that drive. We're booked. You're going to have to wait a little bit. I can't already fucking drive. You'll put your tire into a fucking V notch and then you'll pin it and blow it up. So it's fine. And after talking with Keith. Right now, a foot of Dom is $14.70. Jesus so, Christ. Do you yeah. want me to ship some up at fucking $8.50 a foot? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold on. To... Hold on. It was like $10 and something when I went to buy tube. When I went and picked up tube, I ended up getting enough tube. The, the amount of tube I took versus what I paid because they just started giving me shit was yep. like six and a half dollars a foot. Oh shit. Wow. From the market. So while it may be fourteen a foot, that's not indicative of the actual prices that you're gonna get it from a market because Yeah. Plus I value my life a bit on. more than fourteen dollars a foot for Doms. I just I mean that is fucking expensive. But, but it is what it is. I'd, I'd rather I wouldn't I wouldn't I'd say rather that's do that than the end the of hospital price. bills of me squashing my fucking head between the fucking A and B pillar, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. So, well, on that <laughs> note, how about we uh, make sure that you pay your medical bills and also make sure to be happy to pay your $14 a foot because 140 feet of tubing is $1,400. That's a shit ton cheaper than fucking brain surgery. Amen to that. And, uh, <laughs> All right. So how about we call it here and have a good night, lads. Yeah, keep your brain intact and your brake lines taut. Sounds good, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure your math was wrong, Luke. It was, but we're not well, gonna talk I'm about bad it. At math, so oh, okay, right. okay. 